and the Checker Pro Radio Show starts now. Here's your host, the man with a hard hat and tool belt, Checker Pro Joe. John Phillips from A1 Garage Door Service, a senior service tech instructor, is joining me here on Checker Pro Radio. You've probably heard him here before. It's not his first time here. John, how are you? I'm good, Joe. Thanks for having me back. How have you been? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. Love talking about garage doors. Love talking about garage door safety. A lot of people take the garage door for granted. We've talked about this before. People often use their garage door as their main entry point, but they don't think much about it, right? They pull up into the driveway, they press the button, they open the door. They often leave that car in the driveway because they use their garage as a storage unit, and then they walk by all the boxes and so forth to go into their home. If they're fortunate enough, they can park their car in the garage. But sometimes the garage door fails. A spring may go, for instance. The garage door opener may malfunction, and it's really hard to get your car out of the garage when the garage door operator or the spring are not operating correctly. That's where we bring A1 into the picture. John's going to talk about their 29-point inspection, but I want to go over about 10 of those points today for time's sake. How does that sound, John? That sounds great. Let's get into it. Okay. What's one of the top 10 things that you guys look for when you're in the garage inspecting that garage door for your customers? So the first thing is whenever we pull up to the home, you know, we're like Sherlock Holmes when it comes to garage doors. We're already kind of assessing the situation and what we're going to get into just from the outside of the door. So when we approach a home, before I knock on the front, I take a quick peek over there. I'm looking at the panel condition, the style, the age. I'm looking at the weather stripping around the door. I'm checking that top panel for any of a blackish soot. That could be an indicator that something's wrong with the opener. And I'm looking for a keypad that could kind of give me an idea of the age of the opener before I even knock on the door. I have all this information, paint, dented panels, all of this. So I pretty much know what I'm getting into right before I knock on the door. Once we go from there, it's it's really what we find on the inside. So it's kind of like when a patient walks into a doctor's office for the first time for a checkup. You can tell a lot by how someone looks. If they looked haggard and overweight, you kind of get an idea of what it might look on the inside, right? Exactly. We can figure that out right from there. So now you've politely knocked on the door. They've called you out. You go into the garage. What's next? Well, from there... I got to I gotta kind of diagnose. There can be a mist in between the symptomatic thing that's going on with the door and the actual origin of the problem. So I always got to ask a ton of questions. I want to know if they've had the door serviced before. I want to know if they've done any maintenance on it. I want to know how long they've been in the home just so I can get a history on the door and have a full understanding so I'm not going to miss anything. And then from there, I go into my 29-point inspection. And you can break that down into kind of three separate entities. There's the actual door body itself with the track. There's the torsion or counterbalance system. And then there's the actual opener, which is like the brain of the operation that tells the door when to go up and down. Yeah. The opener, some people call it the operator. Uh, It's very simple. John, you and I have talked about this before here on the show. The garage door opener is designed not to pull up a full 200 to 400 pounds in garage door weight. It is there to pull a properly balanced garage door up. 
quickly talk about that. What are we talking when we say it's balanced? We're using the springs for that garage door opener. Yeah. So a, a door shouldn't weigh any more than five to 10 pounds on the ground. You can take your bathroom scale, put it under your door. It shouldn't weigh more than 10 pounds at the most. We're pushing it. Uh, the springs are actually what carries the door. The opener is just more of a guide. It's an arm. It's an assistant. It's remote. It's from your phone. It's just a guide to lift the door up and down from your convenience. The springs are actually what's doing that. So I can tell by weighing the door tensioned on the ground. And I can also tell with the three-point balance test. And what I mean by that is I'm going to lift the door up. And as a panel goes through the radius to the point where it's going overhead, I want it to stay in place wherever I let it go. If it's going up too much, that means that the springs are overwound or the spring is too strong. So that's causing unnecessary force on the operator to close. And if it's slamming down to the ground, it's too heavy. So that door needs to be balanced so we don't ruin the opener. That's a good point. It needs to be finely tuned. Now, you can operate a garage door when it's not finely tuned, but that's when you're going to have a problem. You're going to have breakdowns, and you possibly could have damage to the garage, the garage door, or even yourself. So if the door's not balanced... It's going to cause a lot of unnecessary pull and wear and tear on the opener itself. So if we're not maintaining the door, one, we're going to ruin the opener over time. It'll work for a bit until it doesn't. And then we're in a pretty expensive repair or replacement. Or actually, the door can get so heavy that the operator, when it's pulling on it, if it doesn't have an ORB or a strut, which are supports for the operator to attach to, it can actually start to bend and flex that panel. And stamps for panels only last, you know, maybe five to 10 years, and then you won't be able to find that panel anymore. So you're replacing a whole door. So it's crucial that we keep the door balanced and in good shape so it doesn't turn into a whole replacement situation. No, that's a good point. Designs change over time. Even manufacturers may change. They may come in out of the market, and certainly the product that they had manufactured 10, 12 years ago, they they have uh, changed and they brought out new products. On the phone with me, John Phillips, A1 Garage Door Service. He knows what he's talking about. Yes, he's been out in the field, but he spends a lot of his time now training other A1 service techs. He's a senior service tech instructor. How much of your day do you spend training people, John? 12 hours minimum. Wow. <laughs> Cut okay. and dry. Monday through Friday, answering phones on the weekends. It, it's a full-time job. So you really know your stuff. I've spoken to garage door repair guys before on the radio, and, you know, they're out there doing their thing. You've been doing this for years, but all day long for 12 hours, you not only know how to do it, but by teaching it, you know more and more and more each day. I'm sure you're not even learning too much more anymore because the garage door science really hasn't changed that much over the decades, has it? As far as the mechanical parts, uh, not really. The mechanical parts pretty much work the same across the board. There's always something to learn. I've definitely learned more instructing than I did out in the field because you got to know the right answer. You have to give appropriate information for these uh, trainees to go out and become full-fledged garage door technicians and be able to regurgitate and educate clients on their investments, which is their garage door. So if anything, it's helped me more accountable. And the last step to mastery is teaching. So that's my path right now. 
Yeah, you're great at it. And at A1, you guys do a lot of teaching, training. Getting back to these top points of inspection when you take a look at a homeowner's garage door, what's another key thing you guys look for? A key thing that I look for besides the balance and the springs itself, there are mechanical parts that are married to that. But a big thing is looking at the opener. So the opener has a bunch of different safety mechanisms and limits that kind of hold it within a parameter to where it doesn't cause damage. Some of those being forces or limits. So limits being how far a door is willing to travel back and forth and forces what the door is willing to push or pull through. We have tests to make sure these are all lined out and don't cause any damage. We also go through and we check the gear and sprocket on the top, see if there's any wear and tear, misaligning with the trolley at all. It will shear off and it'll fall the door completely in the J-arm and it won't hold on or pull the door anymore. And we actually take the motorhead housing off and we're checking the gear and sprocket and any of those plastic wear away parts on the inside to make sure those are in good shape. There's a lot for you guys to look at. It becomes second nature for you guys because you guys are like doctors out there. Just like when we go to a physician, they pretty much can tell. They take our blood pressure and our pulse. They listen to our heart. They look up our nose and in our ear. And if we were to do that to ourselves, we're not even sure what we're looking for. You guys kind of do the same thing with garage doors. Yes, exactly. That's what you have to do. You have to diagnose. There's no part too small. I mean, garage doors are kind of like fire. You need three things to make fire work, right? You need something to burn, you need oxygen, and you need spark. Well, garage doors, there's a few more parts, but there are some things that are absolutely necessary. But this is a giant moving system that works in unison. All of it has to be a symbiotic relationship. So all these parts, it's a, it's a the fine details, every nut, bolt, making sure everything's plumb and level. And honestly, preventative maintenance and annual tune-ups are the biggest factor so people don't run into any issues with their garage doors. So for everyone listening out there, don't take your garage door for granted. You really need to have it maintained. We go into the dentist, or many of us go into the dentist twice a year for our biannual checkup. You should have your garage door checked up. We do it for our air conditioning system and our cars as well. I will tell you, the dentist, the air conditioning system, and the cars cost much more for maintenance than it does your garage doors. It's really bad on Monday morning when you're all ready to go to work. You have your coffee in your hand. You've got some paperwork underneath your arm. You may even have a little one in tow that you put in the back seat. And you go press that button to open up, and you hear, bang. Uh-oh. They're not getting out, are they, John? No, no, they're not, unless unless they're super strong. Hopefully, at least they have a two-spring system on their door so they can at least get out of the garage with a little bit of assistance. But uh, but no, once it's never going to happen at a convenient time. It's always going to happen at the most inconvenient, the most busy, the time when you actually need to get out of the garage. So preventative maintenance is the one thing that can stop that. John, thank you so much for joining me here. Hey, everybody, A1GarageDoor.com. That is the website, A1GarageDoor.com. I've been joined by John Phillips. He is an expert, a senior service tech instructor. Not only can he do it out there in the field, but he trains many, 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 many A1 Garage Door service technicians. John, once again, thanks for joining me today. 
Thank you so much, Joe. It was a pleasure. CheckaPro is your local source for pre-qualified contractors. Stay tuned for more of the CheckaPro Radio Show.